Hello and welcome to Deep Connection Part 2. Today I'm going to share a little bit more about my story. If, you're, if you've been working with me for a while, you may know quite a bit about my story. And today I really want to focus on how I really transformed from being so disconnected physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, to reconnecting to my authentic self and how much impact, positive impact that that's had on my life. So for many years, I was struggling with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, and the inability to speak. So someone would come and say hello to me in the school grounds and I would literally choke up and freeze. And I wanted to speak. I would actually be outside of this freeze response. I'd be preparing and planning and thinking of all the things I could say. But when it came to it, it never came out and I would just completely choke up and I was just petrified of being judged and saying the wrong thing and not being perfect and all the different things. And it caused a lot of pain and suffering in my life. I felt really alone. I felt weird. I felt awkward. I felt like everyone else was normal and there was something wrong with me. And I would get stuck in this negative self-talk and this inner critic and just beat myself up day after day after day. I was deeply depressed and anxious and alone um, and I was afraid to reach out to anyone because I didn't want anyone to know that there was something wrong with me. I didn't want them to know that there, all this stuff was going on because I thought this no one else could possibly be experiencing this. It was obviously that I was broken and there was something wrong. And so I was afraid to reach out and let anyone know. And so that created a lot of isolation, a lot of loneliness on my journey and things just kept getting worse and worse. And I would have suicidal thoughts of, I just don't belong here. I'm, I'm just here to suffer. Someone has put me here to suffer and I need to get out. Um, there was something in me that stopped me from making, taking any action in that realm. Something like a deep knowing that there's gotta be more to life. And it got to a point where I was in just so much pain and I was sick of having these repetitive thoughts of how to exit this world that I, put out there to the universe or God or whatever. I didn't know what I believed in at that time, but I was asking for help. And that was the first time that I asked anyone or anything for support. And there was this deep sense of surrender of like, please help. I'm ready to receive that, um, that help now. And that began my spiritual journey and my seeking journey of trying to find a solution, trying to find something that would work for me. Now that was about eight years ago. And for about five years, I was reading books on spirituality and psychology and trauma and meditation and all sorts of different things. I was attending workshops and retreats and programs and I found there were some things that were supportive, but they didn't last. I would do my yoga or my meditation and it would, it would help for a little bit, but then all those emotions and feelings would come back. And what I found was that I was actually using these practices and this constantly chasing and seeking something to fix me. I was using it as a way to bypass what I was feeling inside. I was still suppressing my emotion and not really allowing myself to express. So I still had all this fear and this fear of judgment and all these core beliefs and core wounds that were still playing out. 
and I was confused by why the law of attraction wasn't working for me and what I realized is that it was working but I was creating from my subconscious mind and my pain and my wounds they were really running the show and when things got too much I would go back to copy mechanisms because at some point the spiritual bypassing wasn't working my yoga wasn't giving me the high I was seeking and so I would go to alcohol and partying and that kind of realm for a while and then I'd go back to spiritually bypassing and I kept going from these different worlds and having these intense lows and these intense highs and I was stuck in that stress response I was still struggling to really express myself authentically and to speak um, from that authentic place and have genuine connection with myself and others and so I still felt really alone even when I was with friends or with a a partner or anything like that I still felt really alone and about three years ago I stumbled into my first breathwork journey and that's where I started to realize just how much I was holding inside and why I was feeling the way I was feeling it was the first time that I really surrendered and gave myself permission to feel and express myself and that completely changed the direction of my life I went and did my practitioner training and that was just completely, it just completely blew me open and all of this purging, all of these emotions were just being completely released and opening me up. And what I found when I started to purge out all this emotion and all this stuff that all this trauma and stress that was held in my body, all these fears and beliefs. I finally opened up to experience joy and it's the first time that I actually felt true, authentic, genuine joy. It was so incredible and I remember walking past the mirror at one point on the retreat and having to stop and actually look and be like, wow, that's me. Like I saw myself for the first time. And when I left that retreat, I wasn't sure how to anchor this healing and I wasn't sure how to be my true authentic self and still connect with the people that I loved and so I found myself falling back into old ways old patterns old beliefs in order to connect with those that I loved but again what I did was I abandoned myself I abandoned my authenticity and this triggered a whole lot of stuff for me and I went on a pretty dark journey but on this journey, I became the observer. And so whilst in the journey and feeling the deep emotions and being triggered a lot and going down some dark realms, I was also witnessing it at the same time. And by witnessing it, I became aware of it. And I often talk about shining the light of awareness to take your power back. So I had to see how I was playing things out, what coping mechanisms I tended to go to, what belief systems I was still holding on to. And so it was quite a powerful experience, but it was a really painful and challenging experience. And again, I went into deep isolation, feeling really alone. Um, my partner and I then moved to New Zealand and I needed to just take some hibernation time and just go into my cocoon and really feel and notice what was kind of coming up for me. I continued to lean into the discomfort and I became pregnant um, unexpectedly. And I found when I became pregnant, it was almost like this beautiful, incredible opportunity to give myself an even deeper permission to feel. 
because now I have a reason. A lot of the time we have that excuse of, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm hormonal, this is why I'm just crying for no reason. But I actually went into this experience of like, well, people are going to kind of expect me to be emotional. So I have a reason to, and I won't feel as judged when I'm feeling these emotions. So I used that as really a gateway and an opportunity for me to go deep into my journey. And so I started just feeling all the stuff. The first trimester, my very familiar depressive state came up and I, and I found myself deeply depressed. And whilst there was some confusion around that and there was a feeling of I shouldn't feel this while I'm pregnant, I should feel joy or I should feel that, I knew deep in my being that I actually had to lean into this. I had to let myself feel the depression that I never allowed myself to feel previously. And so I leaned in and for the first trimester I was pretty deeply depressed and I could barely get out of bed, I could barely kind of eat food, like there was only certain foods I could eat and um, you feel nauseous and uh, it was a really challenging time and on top of that we were in the first lockdown and so I wasn't getting outside and it felt like there was a weird energy in, in the world and I found it a really challenging time but I knew that I had to feel it and so I did, I leaned in. And coming toward the end of that first trimester, I started to feel myself lifting up, rising up and coming to a space of neutrality, not from a deep low to all of a sudden a high, like I'm feeling amazing and then I'm feeling crap again. It was a gentle rising up. And then I just kind of came to this space of just neutrality and balance. And I was like, well, I've not felt this ever in my life. And it was incredibly profound. The second trimester was really that, like a feeling of balance and groundedness and clarity. Now I still had a lot of emotions being purged and at times I wasn't even sure if it was my stuff that I was feeling. A lot of the time I actually didn't know why I was crying or why I was feeling what I was feeling. I felt like I was just in a deep transcendental meditation space and I was, when things were coming up, I just felt them. And a lot of the days I would just sit in bed and I would just be in contemplative meditation. And it was so incredible how still and I could be and how introspective I was in that time. And it really gave me the opportunity to become aware of what I was feeling, what thoughts I was having, what beliefs I had, what was held inside as well as tuning into my intuition and the collective energies. I had quite an amazing spiritual awakening initiation, a whole lot of stuff happening throughout my pregnancy. I won't go too deep into it here because we could be here a while, <laughs> um, but it was quite an amazing period. And then I found with the third trimester, it started to get a little bit more rocky. I was a little bit more uncomfortable. There was more emotions coming up and I was also having this preparation happening for a birth experience. And it wasn't just a birthing of my little baby, but it was a birthing of the new me, a birth of the new potentials and who I was stepping into, who I was becoming. Whilst I was in my pregnancy, naturally my now business started to come together and it was not intentional. It just started to naturally unfold. 
I was working at a cafe and it wasn't suitable. It was creating a lot of dizzy spells and nausea and it just wasn't um, feeling right for me. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to enjoy my pregnancy or really be present with this pregnancy if I was forcing myself um, in that kind of work. So I started doing candlelight yin yoga and I started doing that because there was one night where I was feeling really low that I felt, you know, I'm going to go and do some yoga and I put a couple candles on at home and did a little yoga practice and it was so incredibly nourishing that I was like, I reckon someone else might like this. And I kind of thought, you know, I might have three, four, five people show up, do one, one class a week and that'll be all good. And so I decided to leave the cafe job and start my yoga classes. And I was quite surprised that the yoga classes were selling out and filling up. And so I ended up having about four or five classes a week. And I was just absolutely amazed because I had tried to work for myself before and I would, I hated it. Um, whereas this felt really nourishing, really in alignment, really special. And it was the beginning of what I do now. It has grown and escalated and expanded and contracted and expanded and redirected many times over. It's brought a lot of emotions and challenge and overwhelm and also a lot of passion and joy and fulfillment into my life. Finally feeling like I'm on purpose and I'm on my mission and I'm serving and I'm doing what I'm here to do. It was a long process and it's not been an easy one at all. No one tells you that when you start to get everything that you've wanted, it's going to come with its challenges and struggles as well. I talked to um, a few of my clients around when you start to immerse yourself in this work of being of service and healing work, you don't get to just kind of be on the outline of like supporting others you're really in it you're doing the work yourself you're immersing yourself in it and in order to be of the greatest service and to really hold space at that deeper level you've got to be able to do that for yourself you've got to be able to be with your own emotions and lean in and really practice what you preach and so my whole journey of creating the business that I now have has been a huge initiation and healing experience for me. Anytime I run a workshop or a program, I am in the trenches with my clients. I am on that journey and I am having stuff come up for me and I am healing, I'm releasing, I'm integrating, I'm going through deep processes all the time. And so it can be quite overwhelming. But what I notice, the more that I lean in, the more that I let myself feel and I let myself go there and I let myself share my story and share that, you know what, I don't have it all figured out yet or right now, or maybe I never will. And that's okay. But we take it one step at a time. And the more that we're able to allow ourselves to do that and to lean in and to be with what's there for ourselves, the deeper we're able to hold spaces for others, the deeper we're able to support others, the deeper we're able to have the connections and the relationships and the love that we truly desire, the life that we truly desire. And, and so this has really allowed me the space and the opportunity to continue connecting with deeper parts of myself, deeper having a deeper sense of connection to my authenticity and my true path, which continues to change. I kind of thought in the beginning, as I started to seek what my purpose was, why I was here, I thought there'd be one thing. And once I figured that one thing out, I'd live happily ever after. And it's not quite the case. It comes with a lot of 
contraction and like I said a lot of um, resistance and emotions and challenge but it's also coming with a lot of fulfillment and passion and joy and yeah love really really deep joy and gratitude um but it is a continuous journey of reconnecting and going deeper and deeper and so what I have found on my journey of giving myself permission to feel of leaning into the discomfort of doing the inner work I have released so much self-hatred and self-judgment self-criticism my inner critic has transformed into my own personal cheerleader and best friend and when I go into those dark times and I have those challenging feelings and thoughts coming up, I'm there for myself. I hold space for myself with compassion and love. And I always become my own little coach and my own little best friend, giving myself little tips and things that I would share with clients is now what plays in my mind when I go into those um, spaces. Rather than going into the negative self-talk, I've actually got all these tools that come up and I'm able to tap into what I need. And I am able to give that to myself, hold space for myself and ask for support when I need it. When we don't immerse ourselves in the work and remind ourselves of the tools and the support that we've got, it's very easy to forget what we've got to help us when we're in those times. We can get completely consumed by our thoughts, our emotions, um, our beliefs and go into this loop that plays out for days, weeks, months or even years. But when we remind ourselves of the tools that we've got, the support that we have, when we learn to reach out and ask for help, then we have the ability to draw upon that which we have within ourselves, those resources, so that those times of challenge and overwhelm and emotions don't linger for weeks and months and years. They can last for moments, hours, maybe a few days. Sometimes when I'm going through a deep process, it can last seven to 14 days but I know in those times that I'm actually going through quite a deep healing process and I'm surrendering to that and I find when I resist it lasts longer but when I can let go and just become more aware and become curious about what's going on I receive incredible gifts and insights and wisdom just flooding through me and it's really really powerful whereas before when I would risk resist and try and suppress it I wouldn't receive those gifts and insights until months or years later when I was able to come back in and tune in of like, okay, what's going on here? And it would just, it would take me into spaces of anxiety and depression and intense highs and lows when I was resisting. As you learn to give yourself permission to feel and to lean in, that's when things really start to change. You start to go through a bit of a purging and you start to release a lot. And once you've created space, you almost come to that space of neutrality and spaciousness where you can tune in to your higher self, your intuition, your inner guidance, your body's wisdom, and you start to receive great awareness around what's going on for you, what's coming up and what you need to move forth. So in my first episode um, of this series of Deep Connection, I talked about having a support system. So if you don't have a support system, start putting it out there, having a look for something that resonates with, for you, a person, a mentor, a group of some sort. And again, I shared in the previous video, if you didn't watch that one, I encourage you to go um, have a look at that one. Um, and if you need 
a support system that you don't have at the moment, reach out. We also went through a bit of a process to connect to our physical body. Today, I've been talking a lot about suppressed emotion. And so that's where I want to invite you to go to today of tuning in of what are you feeling on the surface layer? So we always start on the surface layer. Sometimes we try to dive too deep and it's too overwhelming and then we shut back down and we don't even want to go back there. So we want to start surface layer and take it step at a time. You don't need to rush this process. Usually the surface layer, there might be some anxiety, there might be frustration. Sometimes it can be anger. Sometimes it can be completely numb and dissociated. We want to notice what that surface layer is first. And maybe there's resistance and there's contraction and there's like, I don't even want to do this. I don't even want to go there. And there's just like this kind of pushing away. There can be some guards and some armor. So I invite you to close your eyes down and just start to feel what that surface layer is for you. What is your body showing you right now? And when you start to come into this awareness, allow yourself to feel it. If it's numbness, if it's resistance, if it's frustration, can you give yourself permission to feel that which is here? Take a deep breath, sigh on your exhale. Maybe a little bit of movement, a bit of shaking, some rocking. And just let yourself feel leaning in. Now it's going to be different for each person. We're all unique. So you may need to sit with this and feel this for some time. It may be moments, minutes, hours, a couple of days. You just let yourself feel this without trying to force it, without trying to control it, without trying to move it or shift it or change it or fix it, avoid it. Just let yourself feel it. What you'll notice as you start to allow this and lean in without any attachment, expectation or needing it to do or change, without needing it to go away. Often we come into our healing work of I'm here to get rid of this. I don't want to feel this anymore. While we resist, persist. So can we just allow ourselves to feel whatever is here? It may be a little challenging. And so you might find that you'll go into it and then you'll kind of go back out and then you go back in and you'll go back out. You may notice coping mechanisms or shutting down happening. And that's okay. It's almost like a pendulation coming in and coming out. Taking it at your own pace. There's no need to rush. But what you'll notice is the more that you allow yourself to feel and lean in, the weight will start to lift. The grip will start to release. And you may find that you actually come to a place of inner peace or neutrality. Or there's like a sense of ease in your body, a calmness that takes over. And you may have that experience for some moments, hours, days, whatever it is. And your body will know when you're ready, but it's going to take you a layer deeper. And so you may notice from that surface emotion, you go a little bit deeper and there's something else that comes up. Maybe there's a deeper frustration. It might be similar to what that surface layer was 
or it might be something different. Sometimes our surface layer is anger, really angry all the time. When we let ourselves feel that and it dissolves and we come to neutrality, then we go deeper and you might notice grief come up. As you lean into that grief, you might notice a sense of peace come through. You might notice some worthiness coming through or some lack of worthiness or not good enough, some belief systems coming up. Lean into that. And then you might come into gratitude for the life that you have. You might start to feel inklings of joy. Something might trigger you externally and you go back to anger. We notice that. We start to see what we do when certain things externally trigger us because it's giving you insight about what's still held deep inside. There's a core wound, a core belief that we're journeying toward. And so this is a continuous practice. So it's going to be different for you. So whatever comes up, let yourself feel it for however long you need to feel it, leaning in. And it's being present with this experience. It's observing the experience rather than getting completely consumed by it where we might be fully angry and having outbursts or taking it out on someone or blaming or going into negative self-talk or we're crying and we're replaying memories and stories. It's not about that. It's about observing it. So if there are memories and stories and outbursts that happen, that's, that's okay. It's having compassion for yourself, but come back to presence, come back to curiosity. What is this revealing to me? Follow your breath. If there is something that really needs to be expressed, can you find a safe place, maybe on your own or with a trustworthy friend or a support mentor or someone that can hold space for you while you just let it out, while you just pour your tears out, while you express your anger and maybe scream into a pillow or whatever it is for you. You're allowing yourself to express, allowing yourself to feel letting it all out but then you're coming back to presence tuning in and noticing what's here taking a few deep breaths calming the nervous system and practicing with that pendulation of going in and coming back out going in coming back out and through this pendulation we start to build resilience internal strength and personal power So gently coming back. So this is something I actually invite you to maybe to work with this for 21 days, at least, and journal the experience. So write day one, what was the first thing that you experienced? What happened as you leaned in? Share that journey on paper. There's a lot of evidence that shows when we actually write things down, how healing and transformational that is of letting go of purging of releasing it also shows you how far you've come as you kind of move through the days and you reflect back and just see where you've come from so i invite you to journal each day as you go through it and then you can reflect as you journey through so on day seven on day 14 on day 21 reflect on what shifted for you and how you're feeling 
remember to have your support so it'd be beautiful to have an accountability buddy with this journey so maybe there's someone else that wants to do the journey as well with you or if you need a mentor you can reach out and i'll happily be your accountability buddy with you and help you to go deeper in that self-inquiry process to create that internal safety to know that you're held so if things get really overwhelming you know that you're safe and really held in that so thank you for being here with me thank you for joining this journey of deep connection and for your courage and your strength to take this journey and to go within and to do the work when we do the work we honor ourselves when we honor ourselves we open ourselves up to our wildest dreams and an entirely new world. Happy connecting. Um, if you are enjoying this, please subscribe and share your feedback, whether that's messaging me directly, if you'd prefer to keep it private and between us, or leave a comment below and share your story. Let others know as well of what you're going through and how um, what's resonating for you and how this might be helping you to shift and, and become more connected. When we start to allow ourselves to be seen and heard and express ourselves, we start to realize how not alone we are, how connected we all are, how much similarities we have and how our, a lot of us are feeling the same things and going this journey alone. We don't have to do it alone. Share your story. You are worthy of being heard. All right. Subscribe and stay connected to when and notified when new episodes are coming out. All right. Sending you so much love. Thank you. Thank you.